You're listening to the New Body Plan podcast, giving you the tools you need to build the body you want. I'm your host, John Lipsy, and I'm joined as ever by my New Body Plan co-founder, Joe Warner. Hello. Together, we're going to give you everything you need to take control of your health and fitness and transform your body for life. So in this episode, we are going to talk about everybody's favorite arms move, the biceps curl. Now, this is a bit of a different format for us. We've never devoted a whole episode to just one exercise before, but we're going to do that just because everybody loves biceps curl so much and also everyone does them so badly. <laughs> well, almost everyone, right, Joe? Yeah, I think it's probably, uh, you know, that Venn diagram of the simplest exercise to do, but the one that I see executed most horrendously, the the, the the dumbbell biceps curl is, is right up there, John. And it's it's crazy, isn't it? So many guys want to build bigger, stronger, more defined arms, but it seems that so many people are going about it the completely wrong way. And we're here to set the record straight, dispel a few myths and give you some real actionable gym floor pointers that means you can finally start building those bigger and stronger arms that you want. Yeah, so if we think about the biceps curl, what are you actually trying to do to make it worthwhile? And the big mistake guys make is thinking that they want to pick up the heaviest dumbbell possible when actually the key to an effective biceps curl is applying tension to the target muscle and what we mean by that is the best quality contraction that you can possibly execute and I think that's something that is weirdly neglected you just don't hear people talking about the application of tension to muscles as a strategy for making them get bigger and stronger do you no never unless you've already said it's the it's the, the most important factor behind hypertrophy or, or muscle growth is applying tension to muscles it's recruiting the maximum number of muscle fibers it's fatiguing them um and that's that's the process by which your your body then rebuilds those damaged muscle tissues bigger and stronger it's by actually breaking them down uh, and as you said, John, the temptation for so many guys is to is to grab the heaviest possible weight and and try and curl it up. And nine times out of ten, they can't curl it up. The biceps is actually quite a small muscle. It's not great at handling very heavy loads, but it needs to to have a lot of volume and through a lot of tension um, and and a high number of reps. And I think people don't do it because they get and uh, they feel good from thinking they're lifting heavy and and. Proper biceps training, if you really want to grow those arms, John, it's quite painful, isn't it? You do get that pump. You do get a yeah. bit of soreness in the muscle. You'll quite often have to make a bit of a noise and, and scream and sw swear when you're really building that that tension in the muscle. Um, and it's a really easy thing. I think the positive takeaway we hope to bring from this episode is it's actually quite easy to build big arms once you start doing some of the things we're going to talk about right. Yeah, so the problem really is ego lifting, isn't it? And yeah. if you pick up a weight that you can't handle, it might make you feel good. You know, so let's just say you're curling 12 kilos and the guy next to you is curling 10 kilos. That might make you feel good because <laughs> you're, you know, lifting more weight than it. But if you're not doing it properly, it's not going to make you look good. So if you're there, you're in the gym or you're at home, you're taking the time to train at the least. You owe it to yourself to do it properly, right? So the first thing to do is just to understand what's supposed to be moving and what isn't and you're bending at the elbows to recruit the biceps muscle your forearm moves but your upper arm is pretty still right yeah the, the 
the, the, the best way of looking at it, John, is the only thing that should be moving when your biceps curling is your forearm. I like to keep my elbows really tight in towards my sides, almost kind of thinking about locking my elbows into the you know the side of my rib cage and and from there the only movement you want is your is your hands come up and down so your forearm moves you're you're you know hinging at the elbow joint now where a lot of people go wrong is the weight is too heavy so the only way that they can actually complete a rep is by bringing their elbows out so the elbow typically will either come forward so the shoulder can help with the, with the move or even just momentum or the elbow moves out to the side now what that has the impact of doing john is taking tension off the target muscle the biceps and as we already set out our stool on this one right tension on the muscle is the one thing that leads to the greatest growth so the best way of doing that as i've said is keeping your elbows tucked into your sides and using a lighter weight because if you're using a lighter weight your, your biceps can manage that without that elbow flare or elbow coming forward and then you know that every single bit of effort from that set is going exactly towards where you want it to go into those biceps into those muscle fibers to break them down so that they go grow back stronger so if you're not sure if you're lifting too heavy the first sign will be that your elbow is moving away from your body if it is stop the set reduce the weight and go again because it might seem like you're taking a step back but i assure you you're taking three four five steps forward and it is hard to do this okay i do accept that it's not an easy thing to 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 pick up a weight that you feel is on the light side for you but ask yourself this what is more important the number on the dumb what's more important to you the number on the dumbbell or the result of your training and if it's anything other than the latter then i think you probably need to have a little word with yourself uh so we've established that the upper arm is still the forearm is moving when you bring the forearm up the top of the move you want you to really squeeze the biceps muscle hard and that's called something that's uh, called a peak contraction what's the benefit of that joe well, the peak contraction, we're talking about tension on the muscle, John, and time under tension is how long each rep takes. And you want that time under tension to be relatively long because that means that there is more tension on the muscle. So the peak contraction, when you're at the top of, of, the, of each rep and you're squeezing that, that your grip really hard on that biceps handle, that's just firing up even more muscle fibers because your muscles are having to work hard to maintain that position. Again, where a lot of people go wrong is they swing the weight up, it doesn't pause at the bottom and it just swings back down again. And momentum and gravity are essentially doing the move, not the biceps. So for any kind of uh, biceps curl or for any pulling move uh, at all for that matter, so lat pull down, seated row, any, any rowing action, if you can squeeze and hold in that peak contraction, when in the biceps curl, your hands at the top, what you're going to be doing is just amplifying the amount of tension on the muscle. So it's going to hurt a little bit, especially as the sets get on, but it's such a big benefit because you're flooding the muscle with blood. So you're expanding it that way. The, ten the, the muscle fibers are having to work hard to overcome gravity. And that's basically the winning formula for increasing arm size. Whereas the momentum and gravity doing the work just means you're never going to get anywhere. And that's where so many people go wrong even if you've got 16 kilo dumbbells flying up and down yeah your ego might feel good for three or four minutes but you're not laying down any of that stimulus that is going to lead to hypertrophy or muscle mass growth and in my gym uh, locally john there's some guys there that will always lift heavier weights and i'm religiously sometimes eight ten very very rarely 12 kilos for, for biceps and i'm doing it slowly i'm doing time under tension nice and slow on the way down and these guys are curling six 16 20s but i've got bigger arms so where's you know you've got to think of it that way yes you might feel like 
oh, this is this feels too light compared to other guys in the gym. But quite soon you have bigger arms than them. So if that's something you're interested in, you're going to get that ego boost from 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 having the muscular size and strength you want. Yeah, and also you are stronger in the eccentric, the lowering phase of a rep. So you need to take advantage of that phase. Don't skip it by just letting the weights fall to the floor. You're using gravity to kind of pull them down back into position in the biceps curl. So we talk about uh, tempo, the speed of lift. And really you want to lower slowly under control to take full advantage of the potential of each rep. And this is something you just sort of described it there. You see people swinging the weights up and then letting them fall back down. And there's no well, tension there. Exactly, there's no tension. And, and try, we'll try and break it down as simply as possible. So take the guy who's swinging it up and, and just letting it fling back down. As I said, there's no tension on that muscle. They're, they're not going to get any, any bigger biceps because there's simply no stimulus on the muscle. Now turn it around and focus on a really nice, powerful contraction up. So you're working the biceps fibers on the way up. Now if you just let it swing down again, back to the start via gravity, in my view, you're only getting 50% of the benefit of the lift, John. Whereas if you squeeze it up, a nice powerful contraction at the top and then lower down slowly so your biceps are having to fight gravity to control it at your pace, not at the pace of gravity and then it swing down. You're working your biceps through both phases, the, the, the concentric, the way up, and the eccentric on the way down. And this is why I was saying I use lighter weights than a lot of guys in, in my gym. But I'm working my biceps harder because they're working on the way up they're pausing at the top so they're working and then they're working on the way back down so there's there's very few milliseconds of waste if you look at it that way per rep swing it up no contraction straight back down again well okay well done it's a heavy weight but your muscles haven't done anything whereas slowly up squeeze slowly down you're hitting you know every single second of that rep is time well spent yeah another little tip i really like is when when the arm is then extended is to squeeze the triceps muscles before you start the next rep and there's a couple of reasons for doing that first of all it maximizes your range of motion and also squeezing the triceps muscles starts a process called reciprocal innovation where your body naturally wants to contract the muscle on the other side of the body to avoid being pulled too far out of position so it almost primes you to kind of kick start the biceps muscle fiber recruitment for the next rep and that's something that I, I, I almost never see anyone doing unless I'm training with you <laughs> uh, and exactly this is another one of these really nice win-win situations for the reasons you've just described john but people who don't squeeze their triceps at the bottom the arm never fully goes all the way down so what they do is then there is the tendency to swing it back up whereas if you're focusing very consciously I, I like this best on on kind of like a cable biceps curl john it works for a dumbbell just as well but as you're going back down as you say squeeze the triceps what that does is fire up the biceps as you've mentioned but it also completely eliminates the kind of the stretch or the bounce reflex you see it quite a lot when people doing doing shoulder presses right they come back down and their arms come down so quickly that stretch reflex bounces it back up whereas if you're stretching your tri oh, sorry you're squeezing your triceps at the bottom you're starting every rep basically from a standing start and that is another way a really nice way of making sure your biceps are doing as much i'm so i've just realized i'm sitting here actually doing a biceps curl with a yeah, pen just yeah <laughs> i'm but I'm, so I'm squeezing that tricep. I'm feeling the tricep muscle go really nice and tight. And from that, I've got a, I've got a completely dead start with that biceps curl to squeeze it up. 
and then go through that as we've said the concentric up the pause the eccentric down squeeze and if you're if you're doing that yes that as i keep saying that weight might have to be lighter than what you'd hope to be lifting but every single rep is is a hundred percent effective and you're going to feel it more importantly you might not get that ego boost straight away but you'll feel your arms working and i think for a lot of people john it might actually surprise them what it feels like to properly work your work your biceps it's a really nice kind of you feel the muscle grow you feel the blood pump it's a really nice feeling when you're training them properly yeah there's so many little actionable tips there that it's keep the elbows in keep the upper arms still peak contraction lower slowly under control squeeze the triceps and actually as you're doing the rep you should be consciously thinking of all of those things to improve the mind muscle connection again to improve the quality of contraction and honestly try it next time you do a dumbbell biceps curl try that for your sets see how it feels you're going to love it you might have to lift a slightly lower weight but you actually go you'll have a light bulb moment and go okay wow now i'm training properly and here's the the other thing i want to say is because we're talking about uh the, the technical side of stuff effort matters so when you're training your biceps because it's a quite a small muscle group you might be thinking oh it's going to be yeah, pretty easy compared with say a shoulder press or a squat but actually i want you to be grunting gritting your teeth almost whimpering by the end of a biceps uh, uh, set or uh, biceps set or superset or tricep or however you're training but i really want you to push hard to get the most out of the muscle yeah and i, I- you're absolutely right there, Joel. I'm going to talk very quickly about some of the stuff I like doing for, for, for biceps in a sec, but you've hit the nail on the head there. Sometimes it feels a bit weird, doesn't it? Like, oh, you're grunting, but you've only got a six kilo dumbbell. It doesn't, <laughs> yeah. we've, we've got to, we've got to move away from, I don't know where it came from. It, it still pervades that you've got to move away from the fact that the weight matters. The weight is arguably the least important aspect of, of growing muscle. Yes, of course, you need to lift as heavy as you can. But in the hierarchy of what's most important, it's tension, it's rep range, it's range of motion, it's all these things that we've talked about. The weight is simply a tool. You're not judged on on how heavy the weight is. And when you think about it, you know, if you're training a typical kind of split of, of chest and back as one of your sessions, your arms are taking a hammering on chest and back day and they're taking a hammering on shoulder day the biceps if you're doing a uh, biceps and triceps day it's the, t- it's the really is the time to train train smart to train clever that doesn't mean picking a heavy weight and just doing you know five or six reps where you're really really swinging it you've got to train hard yes but you have to train smart and for example as i just mentioned some of the stuff i love for biceps is you, i think you just touched upon it drop sets now if i'm doing five sets of 10 for for biceps for dumbbell biceps curls on that last set that you know that set of 10 is going to really really hurt and i can't do any more than 10 but if i drop the weight down i might be able to do another six reps of of a lighter weight and then if i drop the weight again i might be able to do another four or five reps these are the reps that are the absolute difference maker in my opinion i think the the real breakthrough for me in, in finally putting some size on my arms was just getting a little bit smart. And just because my biceps were done at the end of of what was written down in in my training diary, just a few extra lighter weight sets got uh, got amazing results. And, you know, we talk about how difficult it is for a lot of people to, to go lighter. 
if you go light and do everything we've just said, the payoff is going to be the pump in the at the end of the session, right? That feeling, you know, if you check out Arnold Schwarzenegger talking about the pump on YouTube after this because it's well worth watching. But it's the pump is that then that, you know, that's what makes the magic happen. You know, you've had a good session, and I find it's very very easy to get an excellent pump with a lighter weight doing these things, whereas it's almost impossible to get a pump if you're going too heavy. And that tells you that if you're not getting a pump, you're probably not going to build any muscle. Yeah, and also you can do it relatively safely. Obviously, we want you to think about technique all the time and go for as perfect a technique as you could possibly manage. But with exercises like biceps curl variations, you can push yourself quite safely in a way that is is tricky to do. Say, you know, if you're pushing yourself on a, on a barbell squat, it's a lot more of a technical lift. So actually, the ability to push is there. So take it. And one of the ways you can do that, as you said, is by just being a bit clever with how you arrange your exercises or your variables. And I quite like to uh, pair different biceps moves that have what's called a different kind of position of flexion. And that's actually the position of where the upper arm is. So what I, you know, a great example of this is maybe a biceps tricep where you might start with an inclined biceps curl where you're sitting on a bench with a bench angle at say 60 degrees and your arms are kind of hanging down so they're actually behind the line of your body and you do your your curls from that position and then you might stand up and do a set of standing hammer curls where the upper arms are in line with the body and then you might move to the preacher bench where the upper arms are in front of the line of the body and that just gives a different challenge each position gives a different challenge to your biceps muscles and allows you to build in as you talked about that time under tension um and really get a fantastic set and i and it's it feels great because you get a great pump so actually you might not get the ego boost of being able to lift a dumbbell with a number that makes you really happy but my goodness you'll get an amazing ego boost when your arms are pumped and you're walking out of the gym feeling like arnie right yeah absolutely Absolutely. And, and even at your home, that's a terrific example, by the way, of, of a tricep that's, that's going to just work the muscles from various angles. You're, you know, you're going to have a hell of a pump just from doing that. But even if you're at home, you, you've only got a set of dumbbells, a kind of simpler but potentially as effective way would just be doing uh, standing dumbbell curls straight into standing hammer curls finishing off with alternating rotating biceps curls. So you've got a slight difference of, of hand position there. You're going to hit the muscle in different ways there are so many variation when it comes to biceps training as you rightly said john if you are in the gym maybe try with a cable very easy to to adjust the weight and go a little bit lighter for those drop sets we've mentioned you're basically only limited by your imagination when it comes to comes to biceps training and i think another thing that i learned john that was a really big breakthrough when it came to training my arms is you know quite often your grip strength goes especially when you're using dumbbells or an easy bar barbells and it's like, oh, I could keep going a little bit, but my biceps are burning, my grip's about to go. In the old days, the, the, the pre-smart me, if you will, that would be the end of the set. Whereas the one thing I'll do, I'll do this for arms specifically, but I'll do it for any other upper body exercise as well, is when I'm at that point where I don't think I can do any more, I'll say I'm doing dumbbell biceps curls, I'll, put, I'll lock my triceps out so my arms are nice and straight, and I'll take three deep breaths. Just get some air into my lungs, just keep those arms nice and straight. And I reckon 99 times out of 100, I can complete the set or at least bash out some bonus reps just by having that almost intraset rest period. And I think so many people don't even really consider that or think it's an option 
they'll just say that that's the end of the set and they're done. Whereas again, in many respects, that little pause, bashing out those few reps when you think you're done, they're the reps that build up and make the difference. They're the ones where you break down those extra muscle fibers that grow back bigger and stronger. So not only have you got the triceps you can play with, you know, all the forced reps, all these other things we can talk about if people are interested and, and want to hit us up on social. There's also little things you can do yourself. Just having that three big deep breaths mid-set can be enough of a pause to just push on really hard and if you try that you'll notice you get a bigger pump you can push on a little bit harder and like i said that's where the magic is it's those extra reps that so many people leave in the locker if you can leave them on the gym floor you are so much closer to building those bigger muscles you want that's excellent advice joe really good that's inspired me to want to go and get a nice arms workout in now and uh, if you want more fantastic advice like that then please do check out newbodyplan.co.uk we've recently expanded the number of advice stories and features on there so go and take a look and if you're hunting for a training plan you can take the new body quiz and uh, answer a few questions and it'll make a recommendation based on your answers about the perfect plan for your goals so thank you very much again for listening we hope you've enjoyed that and we'll see you next time Bye.